Welcome back, guys. Tyson Popplestone here from RelaxedRunning.com. So glad you stopped by for another episode. It's me and the great man, the guru, is back on board for another week. We catch up about once a fortnight to once a month and talk all things running, and uh, this was another really fun episode. Hey, before we get started, though, if you haven't joined the Relax Running membership, what are you doing? Um, jump on. It's at RelaxedRunning.com. Click Membership. For you guys right now, it's five bucks a month. It's uh, it's ridiculously cheap. It's new, and uh, here's a couple of the features you're gonna get access to when you do join. First of all, you're gonna be able to unlock the uh, Olympic members only library of videos with uh, Olympians, international athletes, Australian record holders, sharing their knowledge on uh, diet and training and recovery and race day preparation, shoes, anything that you need to transform the way that you run. We've got the best people in the business sharing how they did it. Just save yourself years of time by uh, by being guided by the best. We've got the chance to connect with other runners. We've got a community forum where you can ask your questions, share your answers, downloadable training programs, uh, a bonus members-only podcast. Uh, there's a heap of stuff on there that uh, for five bucks a month, it's it's just ridiculous. So that's the founders rate. We've made it so cheap so early because it's it's quite new, and uh, we want you guys to be looked after before uh, it, it starts to reach a whole heap more, uh, a whole heap of you know what I'm trying to say, a whole heap more people. That makes sense. Uh, anyway, check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm more than happy to set you up with a, a, a little free trial if that's something that you're interested in. In the meantime, though, jump on relaxrunning.com, click membership. Everything that you need is in there. Guys, this was a, a really fun podcast interview. Um, hey, a few little shout-outs to some of our audience members in this one as well. We announced the winner of their free membership on the Relax Running Podcast and uh, also give a shout-out to a few blokes who have left some pretty kind reviews so make sure you stay around for those anyway let me get out of your way this is me and the guru talking all things on the international distance running circuit Matty Williams, the guru, we are back in business. Welcome back to my land room. Mate, you have uh, been requested, you're back by, not only like because I want you back on here, but because of the fact you've been requested by too many people. I was, I was planning on fading off to the distance, you know, just to be a bit of an afterthought on the relaxed running podcast, but apparently... That's never going to happen on my watch, by People like listening even, to me. Even if the audience <laughs> was saying, get rid of that guy, um, I honestly think the audience is more likely to vote me off this podcast than you. Based on our review, have you have you looked at any of our reviews lately? I have, and there's a there's a bloke called Rusty, which seems to be a bit of a fan. So Mate, thanks, actually, Rusty. Hey, <laughs> yes, Rusty, Russell D, the great man. Hey, you're the official winner. I, I, winner. You're the <laughs> official winner. I, uh, I I sent a message out last week saying Relax Running's got a new membership now. Went into a bit of detail about it. I said, hey, leave a review. Uh, give us five stars, even if you think we're only worth two. Yep. And. Uh, and I'll go through a couple of my favorite comments. He he won based on the fact that you have to love the guru in order to be a real fan of this podcast. <laughs> um, so I sent him a message the other day and I said, mate, is that your official entry into the request for a membership? He wrote back, sure is. That's so awesome. uh, so I've got him on Insta. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot him a message with his login details real soon. But mate, you're a you're a popular man. I'm not sure why, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I, I realized last week? I had Ben Buckingham on the show. Yep. And uh, I need you more in my life because uh, you keep me you keep me on track. I think our personalities are like they complement each other in a way that I, I'm probably too loud, talk too much. Yeah. Um, 
It is a nice way of saying we're just polar opposite people, though, isn't it? Yes, which yeah. is a massive compliment <laughs> to you. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting down with him, and I was like, mate, he's a, he was like a really well thought out. Did you listen to it? I did. I yeah, did. so yeah. he was a really well thought out. He's a lawyer. Like he, yeah. he said to me, I think he actually said it on the podcast. He goes, uh, I've actually been trained at my work to get you directly did. to the point. Yeah, I did hear him say that. Yeah. And as he said that, I was like, I'm in so much trouble because I'm still trying to find my point. And uh, it was it took a little while to just to really get used to a person like him being he was very he was very like direct, very clear, but every now and then he would just take a, a breath um, just to think about where he wanted to take his conversation. Yeah. And it took about ten minutes for me to figure out that that breath was actually not him stopping his train of thought, but just thinking about where he's leading it. It's it's a, it's a really interesting tactic to do. And um, I've heard of people talk about doing this in the workplace and just making people a little bit uncomfortable with their silence. And people often get so desperate just to fill that void with talking that they'll often sort of, you know, give in. It's a really, really good strategy when it comes to sort of, you know, conflict resolution and negotiations. Yeah. But and here we are in relaxed running talking about that now. So. <laughs> Do well, people still like me? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get to, into some running talk in a minute. But while we're on uh, that topic, it's funny. I said two things this week that I'm like, Tuss, where did that come from? Yeah. Because I, I would usually class myself as in a conversation, I'm quite comfortable, quite confident. Yeah. Um, and, and, and really enjoy it. Yep. But a lot of the time... If I'm if I'm nervous speaking to a particular person, yep. I'll definitely put myself in the category of oh crap, don't let there be too much awkward silence because I don't want them to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, uh, so I I went out for for dinner with a mate from comedy the other night. Really great guy. Like, um, very quiet, very confident. Just a like a really interesting guy to sit down for dinner with. Anyway, he was just explaining to me. He's like, uh, he's like actually uh, we were talking about because he's a single guy. I said, mate, like, what's the, what's the go there? You're interested. You're looking. And he's like, I am actually, yeah, I'm looking. He goes, I just, I don't seem to have any luck with, with girls. Yeah. I said, mate, that is interesting. And what I meant to say is I thought girls would love you because you're mysterious. Yeah. And I said, mate, I thought girls would love you. You're very strange. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're a weird bloke. What's going (laughs) on? I said, dude, as soon as that came out, I said, I hadn't even responded yet. I go, mate, I just want you to know that uh, I know what I just said sounded bad and it's yeah. not what I meant to get ties. It's too late. And then later <laughs> the same night, I went to a, a comedy room. There's a guy called Peter Jones who's, who's quite like he's an up-and-comer in the comedy scene. Yeah. He's a writer for The Project and he's a he's a guy I'd never met but okay. he's a comedy scene. I wanted yeah. him to know that I'm a fan. I like him. So he was talking about how he'd lost some weight, which I noticed he had. Yeah. So after the show, I went up, introduced myself, said, Pete, nice to meet you. Mate, you look great. I noticed that, yeah, you have. You look very fit. Um, I said, dude, also, I love your comedy of stand-up. I was trying to say it's informative as well as funny. Yes. But I got flustered and said, it's like watching your TED Talk. <laughs> so... It's, just, like, it's like you're not funny. <laughs> that's what Jessie said to me today. Uh, Jessie's my wife, for those who didn't know that. Yeah. Jessie said to me today, she goes, oh, I would love it if someone told me that about my teaching style. I said, that's because you're a teacher. Yeah, it's your like, job to be informative. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, but no, yeah. back to where you were talking about. I thought the interview was good. It was a really nice chat. I liked it actually because he is a, not the typical sort of distance runner sort of personality and did give that sort of different perspective. I thought it was really refreshing to hear. Well, what I like about him as well is he's he's very um, yeah, as we said, he's he's very yeah. direct with what he thinks. But I love how how simply he approaches his training. Yes, he's like I don't know if you noticed. He said uh, he goes when I, when I, when I'm in, in Australia, I'm working. I train once a day. When I'm in Europe, I train twice a day. And I was yeah. like, mate, it's just such a refreshing refreshing approach. Yeah. Um, even hearing him speak about his diet, and we did some little bonus videos where I got to ask him specific 
questions about his yeah. training and uh, to put up on the on the membership. And he was uh, just the way he answered them. He was like, "Mate, I was quite nervous." So that was just it was a fantastic answer. It's exactly the kind of person yeah. I'd want to give me advice. So that was it was a really good podcast. And it, that point of difference that those different athletes can give you the way that they describe stuff. That's what. I, you need that because otherwise you're just getting the same answer regurgitated each time and it's yeah it was really good i really enjoyed the chat that you had with him and mate i also think so he's run 827 for a steeple he's got to run 822 yeah. to qualify um he's a guy i'm really excited to watch on the steeple front because you've got blokes like uh maddie clark and max stevens in south australia yeah uh, well and add to that geordie leans ran canberra track classic 3k steeple did he run steeple he did so he was trying i think what did you run? Not great. I think it, from memory, is like a eight forty eight. But not too bad. So for not your first not too of... bad. I, I think it was he was out of the race. I think Nipperus won that. But um, that's it's interesting. It's interesting how there's a few athletes. Obviously, there's a bit of depth over fifteen hundred and five k. So there's a few athletes now starting to look a little bit sideways and maybe test it out because clearly you don't run a steeple for training. No, it's a recipe to get hurt. It's uh, that was a bit of a glance sideways to see is this an easier path for uh, for the Olympics and interesting. Well, I reckon eight forty eight for I don't think uh, if he's run one before it surely was it in the last couple of years because a bloke like him getting around in eight forty eight I think yeah he's a, I think it's a solid start really for what, such a what, stru- what's he over, what's he over the flat for three k yeah he'd be a seven fifty guy oh he'd he? have to be yeah I don't yeah. know what his official time is but he would I, I would back him seven fifty any day of the week so the interesting thing is like. He, he, I'd back him over for Ben over the flat in any race, but it, it is interesting what he, if he can sort of refine that steeple technique. Yeah. And, you know, work on it. Yeah, no, it's going to be good to watch. Well, yeah. he's, a, yeah, he's in a funny situation when it comes to uh, qualifying because he's run 335, but it's yep. funny and it's exciting that 335 all of a sudden isn't really a, a – it's not necessarily a real standout performance, whereas 10 years if you run yeah. 335, you almost be guaranteed a spot on the team. Well, you were, but even – further than 10 years back you know you look back to i remember the melbourne commonwealth games in 06 just looking at that team apart from mottram he was obviously the standout back then there were you know three minute 39 guys making those teams like was that roth and fountain now fountain was quicker than that but he was very yeah. sporadic well, he ended up running so, is that right because yeah I, know, I think he ran a 333 at his best yeah but i think that might have been a once-off sort of thing yeah but he was very much a regular yeah, it's exciting yeah. to see. Like, don't it is. It's, it's honestly the most yeah. excited I've been about an Olympic year, for, from an Aussie perspective anyway, yeah, uh, for I the hope last it, 10 or 15 years. I do hope it lives up to it, though. I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, I remember thinking, you know, how much depth we have over the 5K. I just hope that we can see how good would, it, would it Melbourne Track Classic have been if we had had, you know, Morgan McDonald and Paddy Tiernan running as well and actually seeing, you know, who the best few guys are. I, I, I sort of hope that... You know, over the you know national champs that we do get all those guys racing over fifteen hundred. Obviously, not ten and, and that, but like all the guys that we sort of around that mark and see what they can do because there's the depth there. But I hope they don't. I don't know. There's a few variables. Like, will Stu race fifteen hundred at nationals? I think he. I think he will. I heard him say the other day that he's. Um, so he's obviously got the five and ten qualifier now. Locked away. <clears throat> Locked away. Like, how, what a nice sort of headspace yeah. to be in. But I heard him say the other day that he's going to try and get that 1500 qualifier just so he's got the option to go away and have a chat with Nick, yeah. decide where they want to take it. Uh, He'll it, get yeah. the qualifier. Well, whether uh, or not, 
would he have the qualifier? I'm not sure when the window is. Yeah, I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah, about that. I, have, yeah. I, I just can't be bothered learning how this new point system works. It's just, <laughs> mate, someone starts talking about it. I go, just stop. Like, let's change the subject because this is so boring. It's interesting once you start to grasp your head around it. And I've got a rough idea, but I wouldn't be confident in saying out loud what I how I think it works. But I think I know. But I've just, and that's it. How bad is that? That you'd have to sit back and just make sure that you've got every little bit down yeah. pat. Yeah. But um, no, nationals will be good. I, I like, in a way, it's kind of nice how they've got the, you know, 10K nationals in December. You've got the 5K nationals the other week. And then, you know, so guys don't have to worry about doubling up at a, at a championship. Yeah, it is. It just takes yeah. a little bit of that. It takes a little bit of that pressure off. Yeah. Um, have you been watching any of the international athletics the last couple of weeks? There's been some nice little results. Did you see Jordy Guzman, the guest of the former guest of the podcast? I did see I've claimed him as my best mate. I'm not sure I feel he's a mutual. <laughs> yeah, it is it, it is good to see him running well. It, again, imagine if he was still representing Australia. It's uh it, it'd just be that extra sort of dimension in the um but yeah, what did he run? Seven So he actually he ran two races. I don't know where the first race was. Yeah. He ran seven forty nine and one. Yep. Uh indoor track. I'm not sure whether it was one of those banked two hundred meter tracks or whether it was a what's Milrose? He, he ran Milrose yeah. as a second, and I'm he ran sure 748. I don't think it matters if they're banked. I still think indoor slower. That's, that's what I thought. So I was yeah. wondering the other day, watching that race, like to run a 748, seven, uh, 749, then 748, yeah. mate, he looked so smooth as yeah. well. He, I had no idea how much of a smooth mover he was. <laughs> he, uh, he just, it was, I think he led about four or five laps, yeah. and then he just didn't quite have the turn of speed to be able to match the boys who ran past him that last I think it was the last two laps, like yeah. 400 to go, yeah. that someone came past him. But uh, I was excited watching because I'm thinking going into the Olympics this year, obviously, I'm not sure I've ever seen a, a Maltese distance runner before. So he's I think he's a national record holder now over most distances. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. he, and he needs to get Strava going on one of his Sunday long runs so he can get that marathon, that marathon Maltese record. Well, I'm thinking, speaking of that, Huffer pulled out of the Melbourne Track Classic. Oh, didn't race. I didn't know that. Now, I did see that on... I didn't know he was actually listed two races. He was. He, he entered the eight and the five. But I did see on his Strava that he pulled up a bit sore. So I'm hoping he's got he's in, yeah, got that all that under control. Wait, is he back in Melbourne, Huff? He's back in Melbourne, yeah. Is he? Yeah. I thought we better mates than that. I should have known that. <laughs> Gee, okay. That's just what Strava tells me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. I wonder what's going on there. Yeah. yeah. The reason you get nervous with a bloke like Huff when you yeah. see that is obviously his history with... With injuries and things, yep. and he, mate, he ran a three fifty seven road mile yeah. where you pretty much come to a, a hairpin turn. Oh, really? So yeah, that was a one eighty that one. Yeah, well, I'm not so nervous because obviously, seeing it on his Strava, he is training every day and he's training hard. So whatever it was that caused him to not start. Or, Actually, in all fairness, yeah. do you know, I noticed Dave McNeil didn't end up lining up. I don't know if you remember, but the, the air quality that day was super poor. I was, was actually okay. yeah, so oh, I was yeah, yeah. I was sitting up on my balcony that morning. Yeah. Oh, that afternoon. I'm trying to remember. And uh, it was quite hazy. Yeah. And I was, I, I sort of, because the bushfires had seemed to have calmed down and a lot yeah. of the smoke, which was there a couple of days earlier, had really, or a couple of weeks earlier, had really cleared up. So I saw that and thought it was just a misty little morning. And I actually remember having the thought, I wonder if this is going to affect who lines up for the yeah. fight. Because I, I was thinking, like, I don't know if I would have raced a 5K. It was very humid. It's been very humid in Melbourne recently as well. So you've got to wonder the effect that that has. And that's never ideal racing conditions. Never ideal training conditions either. Yeah. It's just not much fun. But what a night. It was a good night of racing. It was a bummer we didn't get a chance to go down in the I end. I know, I know. Life it's gets in the way, doesn't it? <laughs> That's all right. I was going to tell them funny jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what do you, what'd you make of the night? I thought it was good. I women's 5K was amazing. Mate, 
uh, Jessica Howe, isn't it? Yeah. I was about to call her Lyndon Hall, but how? Yeah, Jessica yeah. Howe. Well, Lyndon Hall was also in the race, but yeah. um, she's she. If she's not world class now, it won't be long till we're classifying her as. I think she has the potential to be as good as probably better than what a Stewie McSwain is on the world stage. Uh, I think, yeah, it's quite inc- quite incredible how good she looked. Oh, yeah, exactly. She yeah. was jogging and you know, and then just turned it on and looked cruisy doing it to run a 15 flat there's a there's a national record in in that event for her probably she before in the next few years it wouldn't surprise me if she's quite comfortably the national record holder over what is the national record is it 42 or 48 i need to double check this i need to double check it too so i've got a feeling bonita ran something like a 14 42 yes but i say that with hesitation because i'm not 100 percent sure. i'm with you on that one I, i would say it's roughly that but i wouldn't be able to guarantee that but um yeah i, I think she can comfortably but i think the the cool thing with her as you said was yep. she just it wasn't a, a 15 like a 15 minute run where it looked like she wasn't on her hands and knees nah. she was so in control yep. like she had she had the most i know you've just won a national competition yeah. but she ran across the line an immediate smile an immediate booking to yep. the, the olympic games do you know how old she is She'd be about 23, 24. So she's, yeah, she's, got, she's got years ahead of her. And so, you know, if she's not peaking for this year's Olympics, she'll be peaking in four years' time. Yeah. Yeah. No, she looks really exciting. The men's five was an okay race, I thought. I didn't. It wasn't a great spectacle to watch. Um, Stewie was incredibly impressive. Like, closed his last uh, 2K in something like 502. Uh, yeah. So I was I mean, going to bring that up. That says it all. They sort of ran it very similarly, I think, those two athletes, Hull and McSwain. You know, just cruise through. But, um, I mean, the men's race, it was a really weird race. Like, the first K was over three minutes. Yeah. And it was like this surgy sort of, you know, it was really a frustrating race to watch, which I know, I, actually, our mate Jock would have hated it. If, I'm not sure if he watched it. No one took the lead. No one really wanted to get out in front and, you know, put a turn on. And it just, it just dawdled. And it would slowly pick up. And it was really surgy. And then, yeah, it's wound up to a decent clip and then Stewie just took off and Sam McEntee went with him and couldn't quite hold on. I thought it, and he faded to third. That, that move probably cost him second place, but I thought it was a super brave move. Oh, yeah. I was. Oh, um, yeah. I thought that was quite incredible because he would have known that going with that, going with Stewie, he's probably not fit enough to get him five laps out, but especially, you know, dropping a 60. So... It was a really, really impressive thing to see, and and hopefully he can get the time and be on the plane. So yeah, in saying yeah. that, it was it was super impressive, yeah. super ballsy. But also, he's a he's a seven forty one man. He's a yeah. a thirteen seventeen man. He I think been... he probably in that situation. You know what it's like when you're a um, when you're a when you're an athlete with the potential to run a thirteen flat like Stu in a really in depth field, but you're up against a thirteen seventeen man. Yeah, but you're you're in chat like you're expected to win, yeah. and if you're going to win, you're going to have to make the moves. I think when I saw that move being made, I thought it was both. I, I almost thought it was more ballsy by Stewie, or at least shows the level of confidence he has in his running at the moment. Yeah, I say that because um, it was it was essentially his to lose with that move. Yeah, and like, if you just wanted to go for the win, Stewie's going to outkick any of those blokes with six hundred to go or five hundred to go. I think you're right. I, I think, though, in terms of looking at Sam, I'm not sure he is that 740 runner at the moment or oh, has okay. been for a little while. Like, yeah. He has been, I'm not going to say in the wilderness, but he, his best form was a few years ago now. So doesn't mean he can't get there again. And I, I really hope, I hope he makes our 5K team. Mm. I'd really like to see him in it. 
I don't know who you leave out. That's going to be one of the tougher decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, and even you look at the, um, you know, the silver medalist um, name of Bades me for the moment. Um, oh, Matty Ramson? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could potentially make the team over 1,500 though as well. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting when they name the team a few months out of the Olympics. But um, It was interesting to watch yeah. a bloke like Ramson as well because he was, he was definitely – I don't know if he's run a five on the track before um, – but he was it was it was definitely it was quite conservative the way that he ran it. It didn't surprise oh, yeah. me yep. that he uh, that he obviously didn't go with that move with five laps to go because that's a terrifying move in say it's your first five k yeah. to make going with a bloke dropping a sixty. It'd be very easy to make yourself look silly too. Yeah. So he's someone who you know runs a good race can medal in the national champs and he did. But if he had a thought, you know what, have a crack, it w- he could have faded to fifth. Mm. So I thought it was a smart race, but a pretty conservative race. But that's okay, you know, to get that conservative race, get that national medal, and then try to hit the times later on. Yeah. Gives you the opportunity anyway to get those times. But I mean, now that Stewie's sort of guaranteed that spot on the team, then you've got you know Paddy Turnham, Morgan McDonald, Sam McEntee, who could all run that qualifier, and then you're ignoring guys like Dave McNeil as well. Don't know where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be. If you had, actually, he's one for you. If you had to name the team, name the three. He, you would run the five. For Presuming Stu's running the five k at the Olympics. Okay, so uh, Who are like, the other two, obviously, yeah, lock Stu in. Um, that's a great, that's a great question. Uh, that's a yeah, it's a good question, Stewie. Well, this is the thing. Stewie might not run it. He might run the fifteen or the ten. We don't know. We're presuming he's going to run the five because it's in the middle, I guess. Well, I can't put a finger on... I think we've had this conversation actually yeah. before. I can't put my finger on what his best event is. I don't know if oh, no. 331's better than 1304. He doesn't know. Nah. And you don't need to know, <laughs> do you, really? It's yeah. just, I guess you just got to go... Yeah, he's got some He's got some planning. It's it's the best pickle to find yourself yeah, in. Oh, is. no, what of these three events do I run it, at the Olympics? It would be interesting as well. So someone like Paddy Turnham, if he gets a 10K qualifier and he's like, I'm just going to run the 10K, then it really sort of leaves it you know, open in the five and it might just be a Stewie, you know, Morgan McDonald and then maybe a Sam McEntee. So mm. it, it is interesting how the rest of the, how the rest of the events sort of filter and where people sort of find what events they're running their best in, in yeah. a few months from now. I think that'll sort of help solve the puzzle a little bit, but it's pretty exciting to sort of find out. It is. And it's a funny time of the year for like athletes all over the world. Cause I've sort of, I've yeah. had my eye on the international scene and watched a couple of the American runners start stepping up. I saw Nick Willis finished, I think it was third or fourth at one of the indoor meets the other day running yep. a, I think he might have ran like a 341 in quite a tactical race. Yep. Uh, Not bad for an good. old man. What's that? Not bad for an old How man. old is he now? Oh, he'd have to be late 30s. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, what am I? What are you and I? I'm, I'm 33 pretty much. I turned 33 next month. Oh, I turned 32 this year. I, he'd have to be six years older than us, wouldn't he? Uh, actually, I'll tell you how old he was. He was, I remember, because I looked at, when my dad and I went to the Athens Olympics. Yeah. Um, actually, I've, I'm trying to get him on the, the pod in the next yeah. couple of months. Um, yeah. <laughs> half reckons you'll hook me up, which is which is good. Awesome. Uh, so I, and I want to tell him this, I remember he was 21 in 2004, so that's 37 this year. Yeah. So yeah, 37. Okay. Um, yeah. I knew that because my dad said in the semi-final at the Athens Olympics, he's like, mate, who is this young bloke running around? <laughs> and I remember looking up, going, oh, Nick Willis, 21 years old. Yeah, he does look good. Yeah. Um, so who would have known that, uh, you know, 16 years later, he was still pumping out some big times. 37 is so impressive just to have that leg turnover still. It's, almost, it's that it's, leg out um, factor almost, isn't it? It is that someone's done it before. So you know that it's a, it's a, it's achievable to continue to compete at that level. But um, 
Yeah, all props to him. I'm not sure if he's the kind of guy either. He, I know he trains with Ron Warhurst. Yep. And uh, he just he sounds like a, a bit of a character himself. Like I think Ron was a Vietnam vet and he's yeah. just got this really old school approach to training. Um, like it, it lets the leaf leash out a little bit. It's got some opinions. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it, it's interesting because I would have thought being trained by a bloke like that the longevity of your career would be put under the knife a little bit. But yeah. obviously there's a little bit more, uh, you know, tapering and control in place than what it looks like from a distance. Yeah, quite possibly. He could just be one of those genetic freaks whose body's, body can take it. Where others can't, his body just stands up to the rigors and just bounces back and he's one of those genetic freaks. But yeah, it'll be... I feel like genetic freak is potentially a nice segue into what I wanted to talk to you about next. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you agree, actually, but uh, Brett Robinson. Yeah. Genetic freak. <laughs> yeah, genetic freak. Um, still puts him in an interesting position, actually, as an athlete we've forgotten about. So, you know, for those of you at home who aren't on top of this one yet, national record for the half marathon. Mm-hmm. Sub 60 minutes, incredible run. Uh, disgusting run. Well, I think more importantly, he won the race. Yeah. That's what impressed me. And about. took a wrong turn. Yes, I saw the footage of that. But I think, so... It, if he had a finished 20th in that race and it was, you know, and he's just done none of the leading, it's still an impressive run. But the fact that he won that, I think that adds a little bit extra to it. And yeah. it was really, really impressive. But, um, yeah, I um, speaking of people who I don't know what event they're going to run in the Olympics, oh. <laughs> like, what do you do? Well, I want to actually, in terms of do you go back down to the 10 or do you target the marathon? Yeah. I, I, if I'm him, I target the marathon every day of the week. And he, here's why, here's why. Yeah. Um, convince me otherwise, though. I will. <laughs> okay. The last time we had a chat about Brett Robbo on the yeah. podcast was just after the New York Marathon, like yeah. a decent chat. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were asking the question, is the marathon really for Brett Robbo? Because he had a stinker. He had a stinker. Yeah. But I think there's two things that I want to bring up here. First of all, if you've got the endurance to run a... Fifty nine sub sixty second. Uh, sorry, sub sixty minute half marathon. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that you've got the capacity to run a disgustingly fast marathon. There's examples of athletes who never have ran a fast marathon and have had disgustingly quick halves. I always think of um, Zersenated assay, the Eritrean. Oh, yes. So yeah. Olympic medalist over ten. I think at one point he was a half marathon world record holder. Yeah, I think you're right. And I don't think he's run much quicker, if quicker than 210, 29. He's never really nailed really? a marathon. Really? Actually, just let me this, let's double keep check talking. I want to double check because yeah. I was convinced he had run uh, like a 206 or a 205. Right. Well, you know what? If he's run a 206, I don't. That, my point being that he doesn't have that. This could take longer than I thought he had his phone. Yeah, it's an, yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a really interesting point. While I look this up, um, yeah. all right, here we go. His IWF profile, World Athletics. Actually, do you know what's going on here? I, I used to always type in IWF. Yeah, they changed it. Okay, so World Athletics World is Athletics. the IWF. Correct. Yeah, they just changed. I got so confused. I was like, everyone's. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's got a heap of it's got points and stuff there. World we don't, rank- mate, I don't care about we don't world, rankings. <laughs> world rankings. World uh, rankings. The last thing I'm interested in, I can't, I'm not going to spend too much time. No, nah, that's fine. This. I'm happy to be corrected on those PBs. And but we, we fair point. No, fair. no fact checkers employed here at Relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I think he hasn't nailed it. And I guess, I don't know, like, I've heard a lot of people who are smarter than me with more, way more experience in the world of athletics than me saying that. 
I'm a half marathon, but a half marathon <laughs> isn't always a good indicative um, indicator of marathon fitness. And that often a half your performance at a half marathon is really more indicative of your ability over ten k. I've yeah. heard a lot of people say that. And okay, that before. That's and an interesting point. It's I, an interesting point because you can I can understand that on Coles like a, sure ran an hour flat. Yep, and um had a couple of cracks at the marathon and just couldn't quite get there. Yeah, the thing yeah Cole's an interesting example though because I, I just I think his body but I, I guess it all Wrong comes into the, the equation. Yeah, 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 it all comes yeah. into the equation. Um, I think Cole had a little bit of trouble getting his body right for those. But uh, yeah. if you if you shorten the distance and say, obviously, um, a David Rudish is not necessarily going to be the fastest 1,500-meter runner based on yep. his – so I understand it from that yeah. perspective. But with the endurance events, um, the thing that just intrigues me a little bit is if you're – I would say that the fitness between a half marathon and a marathon is far more similar than the fitness required between, a say, a – Say a 400 to 800 or 800 to 1500. Agreed. I think 800 is tricky because there's different types of 800 runners. Yeah. And yeah, I think like every decent version. Well, Remember Borzakowski yeah, back well, in the day? I think there's three types of 800 runners. There's four eight guys, there's eight 15 guys, and then there's guys that can just run eights. Yeah. And I think 800 is this weird sort of event that just gets all three across. Like you look at the Olympic final, you might have guys running 30K a week or guys running 150K a week in the same race. The 800 is yeah. a weird event. It like, is a really weird event. It's a strange one. And that's a whole other can of worms that we could talk about another day. Yeah. But um, I, I, my worry is that I think he's fit. He's elite. He's an Olympic finalist. We're talking about Robinson here. Mm-hmm. And if he bonks another marathon, things start to get a bit tricky about where he sits, I think. True. So has he? Would he have a qualifier down for the marathon? Oh, who knows? No he's one got, in the world knows. He's, he's a two eleven, right? Uh, yeah. So I think him and Rainer have two elevens on the board, and then I think, yeah, that they're probably the two that. Would... But who's in charge of this ranking system? Uh, well, the IAAF did it, and there were some reasons for it, but it's not ideal because every country chooses differently anyway. Like the yeah. US have their Olympic trials, Australia we do it differently because our track season isn't everyone else's winter. Yeah, and then other. You know, in other countries, it doesn't matter anyway because they might only have one athlete representing yeah, each event. Okay. So it is, it, it's interesting. I just, I've heard yeah. enough people speak about this to be confident that the IWF needs a person like me to when at that yeah. board meeting where they go, okay, here's the system. Yeah. I can go, mate, like, what are you talking about? It's hard to sell, isn't it? Because if we don't really fully. I love athletics. It, yeah. We, we both do. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have a, we don't feel confident enough in explaining it to someone else. I would honestly, bro, if you said to me right now, can you explain it? Yeah. I would turn this microphone off and drive home. Because <laughs> I, I find it so distressing. Note to self, if I want to get So in 15 minutes, if you pull that question out, I'll know my time here is up. Um, no, it is. It's a really interesting point. I'll yeah. watch this space, I guess. And I'm, I'm really interested to chat to him in the next couple of weeks about where he sees his, his yes. future going as Actually, well. And even the timing of it, does he run one before the Olympics? Or does he get selected on his... Will they select him off his current time? Would yeah. you try to squeeze one in? That, like, there's, a, there's a few things happening there. And because, I mean, maybe this decision might be easier for him. If Athletics Australia, say, or World Athletics or whoever is in charge of the selections, say he's getting selected for the marathon, what's stopping him going out and running a 10K qualifier mm. and having that as insurance? So, that, you know, there's options there anyway. Yeah. I sort of hope he doesn't run one before the Olympics. 
another marathon. Another marathon, yeah. yeah. What are we now? We're February. When are the Olympics? August. August. February, March, April, May. Yeah. Actually, and my main reason that it takes the pressure off. If he runs, if he runs the Olympic final marathon, right, runs two twenty, mm-hmm. becomes twentieth. That's not a bad result. Because times matter a lot less in the Olympics, Mate. especially in the marathon. And so I think yeah. having that pressure off him is going yeah. to do wonders. Well, time means yeah. nothing, I don't exactly. think. Yeah. Like Matt yeah. Centrowitz won yeah. the 1500 in a time slower than my PB. Yeah, exactly. And what what event would I have taken? <laughs> my PB. But that's a bad example. <laughs> you know? uh, but uh, it's totally true. Like if you're winning medals, or yeah. if, you're, uh, if you're placing highly in Olympic finals, tactical race, yeah, who cares how fast you run? Yeah, really good point. So that's why it just might be good for him to sort of take that pressure off, and like he doesn't need to go out there and try to run two hundred nine. Yeah, I think he was trying to run two hundred eight in his debut. Like it, that's just sort of the self belief that he had in himself. I, I sort of I, yeah. What are yeah. your thoughts on it? Because I really respect it. Res- it. It takes balls the size of watermelons to yeah. go. All right, I can do it. If it had to come off and he it, it stuck and yeah. he did it, I think we'd all be saying, "How amazing is that?" But it's, it's only when it doesn't. So I, I don't have a, a strong thought process either way in sort of having that confidence. I remember him saying in another interview, he was like, well, I'm an Olympic finalist over 5K. I, I forget that. Yeah, and he was he's like, well, I'm actually pretty good. So I'm looking at guys around me in that 5K field. And he was sort of explaining in this interview that the guys around him in that 5K field who had run a marathon were all like 208 guys. Yeah. So he's like, well... Stuff it. I'm going to be a 208 guy too. And it didn't sort of pan out that way, but it's a really sort of good mentality of like, this is the sort of the equivalent of where I should be. Or if I'm not there, you know. Yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up in regards to his performance as well for yeah. uh, athletes out there who are potentially going through like a little bit of a, a difficult time in their own career or not running yeah. as fast is uh, it is it is a, so amazing how quickly things can turn around. It is. Uh, like I, uh, I would have been so inspired by this as an athlete growing up to see a bloke who came out, yeah, bonked a marathon, put, his, yep. put himself out there to really have a crack, to come back and run a race, which it's the fastest in Australian history, yeah. one of the best performances in the world, one beat an international field. Yeah. Um, Beck Callum Hawkins, who has two world championship fourth places. Yes. So, yep. yeah, that's they're the guys he's beating. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... It's a great, it's a great result. Yeah, and it just it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what level you run at for it to be applicable. Yeah. I had a bloke on the forum in the membership the other day. Um, Craig, his name is just mentioning to me he's having some trouble with with some shin splints. Yeah, um, just looking for some general pointers, and um, I pointed him onto like a, a physio and things like that. But yep. the fact that you can look at a bloke like Robbo and you can go, okay, like he's turned things around. It doesn't matter if it's an injury, a bad race. Like thing, things can progress, things can improve. So. Um, hey, I've taken a little bit of inspiration away well, from that one. Hopefully, we see Jack Rayner coming back from his stress fracture, sort of following that same path. Oh, God, he had the stress fracture. Yeah. yeah. So he, I was, again looking on Strava, he's sort of just getting back into his into running now. It's a really sort of bad stress fracture that he had. So <sighs> lower back, sacral, I think it was. So, mate, the way that Aussie yeah. men are going for the marathon, I might actually have a crack. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the laugh. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I was expecting. How much have you run in the last? Week yeah, times? nah, I um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what. So I've been I've been a bit sick. Yeah, I don't even know if it's sick. It's more like uh, I don't. I think it feels more allergy like. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a. This is what triggered it, and I I don't know if it was actually this that caused the problem, but I went out to an Italian restaurant the other day. Yep. I'm allergic to dairy. Like I, I'm allergic to dairy. I just don't respond well with dairy. Something yep. in the dairy. Anyway, Italian bloke comes out, and you know what I'm like with bloody Italians. I try to impress him. So he comes out. He's like, Hey, how you doing, man? It's good to have you guys here. I was like. 
ah, thank you very much. <laughs> I go, mate, uh, I go, he goes, have you got any requests? And I said, I'm allergic to dairy. Yeah. And uh, he goes, oh, no good. Our best meal has dairy in it. I go, well, give me that one. It's funny. <laughs> I go, I, go over. I said, I'm, I'm making it sound more serious than it is. Yeah. I said, no, if you've got problems, don't eat it. I said, mate, I'm, a, I'm being an idiot. Like, just eat it. Uh, yeah. Pass it to me. I'm being silly. Um, because I didn't want him to think I was an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, so he brought me out this meal, just covered in cheese and oil and butter, and it was delicious. <laughs> as I was eating it, I was like, this is not a good move for me. Yeah. I always think I can justify the, cal- the carbs and the calories based on how much I've been running. Yeah. But I wonder whether this cheese and milk and stuff is going to sit well in my system. Didn't sit well. Next day I wake up, and you know that feeling where you're like, oh, I think I'm getting sick? Yeah. I don't know if it has anything to do with the pasta, to be fair. But I should have listened to my body more because I was like, mate, just go out for a run. You're fine. <laughs> and the last seven days, I've just had, you know that feeling where you just the pressure behind your eyes? Yeah. Felt like I felt in the last two years of my running career. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, there won't be any Olympic qualifiers coming from my side of the uh, track anytime soon. The audience is shocked. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> for those, for those of you thinking, "Why did Tyson really think he was?" The answer is no. I'm totally joking. I'm totally. I just want to clarify that. Um, speaking of uh, other Olympians, though, yeah, uh, this is a potential awkward segue, or just I just want you to acknowledge that this isn't a random tangent. I'm aware of where we're going. What's well, awkward now that you've highlighted? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to delete that part. Uh, Lukey Matthews has made best friends with a Williams brother. <laughs> So your brother, tell, tell us about your brother so people know. Um, yeah, well, Lukey Matthews has sort of uh, reached out to my brother on Strava. And, what a champion. I know, now they're mates. And... Mate, uh, Lukey Matthews, <laughs> you're the king. I um, So Trenna was running around. I know where he was. So it was, what, it was down at Princess Park, Princess Park, which is a, like a popular park for runners here in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that would have been that would have been. Did he know who Lukey Matthews was at the time? So Trent knew who he was. Yeah, and um, I think Trent, way Trent explains it is that him might have been Lukey and actually Sam McIntyre. I think they were training together, doing a bit of a tempo session around, and Trent was cruising around at his pace, and he um copped a sledge from Luke saying to jump back on jump on the back of the train, have a bit of a dip, and Trent was just didn't really respond, and <laughs> he kept on jogging, and and um I think afterwards they sort of yeah made contact through Strava and. There you go. Yeah, yeah, perfect. No, that's cool. I just thought uh, that was more exciting to me than uh, <laughs> I thought I, I should share, share that with everyone else. It is funny. It's a small world sometimes, isn't it? That, um, you know, my brother's not really involved in the running scene much at all. You know, he gets around it a little bit. I'm sure he tunes into this, but um, it's just, it's kind of nice that you've got like an elite athlete like that sort of, you know, interacting a bit with the public. And yeah. It's, a good, it's only a positive thing, I think. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah. Um, man, is there, uh, we've done a good little stint here, but I wanted to pick your brain. That's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So I was meant to bring this up before when we were speaking about the different styles of 800 meter runners. Yeah. Have you seen what Nick Simmons is doing these days? Yeah, I saw a few of his videos on YouTube. They're not bad. He does a, like they're yeah. well produced to say the very least. I think he's pretty comfortable. Like he's got a good voice. He's comfortable behind a camera. And I don't know. Do you reckon he's a good bloke or not? I get vibes it could be either way. Well, I've been. To be fair, here's the thing with me. I remember before I started football, I just assumed every footballer was a muppet. Yeah. I got to the footy club, and when you're a part of the group, I realized, oh my gosh, no, that was just me projecting. Was that these guys are great blokes? Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of bloke who he's obviously not short of confidence. He's not. He's, he's backed it up with his times. Yeah, from the outside, he's got that personality. Very American, very American yeah. personality. I yeah. mean that in a that from an Australian perspective, like comfortable, loud, um, confident. Yeah, and he comes across like that, which I think in Australian culture can sometimes rub us up the wrong way. Yeah. 
But I, to, I, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with him. I think some of his world records are dumb. I think yeah, they're <laughs> but in terms of getting an audience, they're quite ridiculous. But he's got an audience. I think this it's still track and field sort of centric focus, which yeah. does get more people. At the end of the day, it's it, it's promoting his own brand, but and that's the purpose that he's doing it. But it is run dumb, hey? Yeah, but yeah. it is promoting the sport. And I mean, to be fair, his brand probably isn't the most ridiculous sort of product either. It, it actually seems like a half decent product. Well, how would you how do you explain it? So it's a it's, caffeinated it's, gum. It's, it's a caffeinated gum. So like and. There's a one point where caffeine was a banned drug by, um, you know, um, world anti-doping, but they realised that that many people drink coffee that they can't, you know, continue to have it as because it is performance enhancing. So it's it's the, I've never used the product. I think it's a really half decent idea, and it could be utilised. Just an alternative to like a, no an espresso. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, people in a lot of sports take still take to this day, and it is effective. It doesn't work for everyone, mm-hmm. but it does work. And um. Yeah, I mean, so his videos are an ad for that, and but I like him. I've watched a few of them. So yeah, my, yeah. How, he's got a couple of ones that I really like. He, uh, what did he run the other day? He ran like a fifty point something, eight uh, four hundred meter, four hundred meters. I didn't see that one. No, I saw him want to run a sub four mile, but it was downhill on a highway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, that is kind of cool. And I'm, even part of me was like, oh, that would be pretty cool to say to do. Yeah, I'm a sub four miler. Yeah, and you know. Just to rationalise it in your head, well, I have covered the ground of a mile yes. in under four minutes. Like yeah. it would be really cool. Because last I heard of him before that, yeah. he was he was. I don't know if this is still going ahead, but yeah. he planned his mile to mountain. Um, like uh, there's such and such amount of people who have run a sub four minute mile, um, but none of them have also also climbed Mount Everest. I'm not sure if that's no, true. I didn't done the seven summits. Okay, didn't so, yeah. That one. So yeah. He, he'd actually, I think he'd climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, um, it was planned to. It was just, yeah, the seven summits. He's going to come and do Mount Kosciuszko. <laughs> just Drive mate, up it. <laughs> I mean, we just call it the six summits because, honestly, you can just go for a walk down the street in Arizona and you're probably going to get higher than what you would at Mount, yeah. uh, sorry, Mount Kosciuszko here in Australia. Maybe you could come in winter and actually have a little bit of a challenge. At least it's a snow cap. Yeah. And you could, you know, get up it that way. But, yeah. No, he's a, yeah. It'd be a, it'd be a pretty decent challenge, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Before we wrap it up, I'm, um, I'll, uh, I, I wanted to throw out the – the rope to actually, I wanted to see what you thought. Of it. Mate, you've got your logging to the membership, and you're not contributing much to the forum. And people are saying, "Where is the guru? We need his advice." I love how you sledge me on this now. We're recording, but you haven't brought it up yet. <laughs> I feel safer with our audience tuning in. Yeah, I haven't contributed much, guys. So if you want to participate with me on the forum, make sure you subscribe to the membership. <laughs> no, I was going to say. I was, was going to say. No, I'm just going to. I'm going to try and get you on. Um, no, I have signed up. I um. Oh, I got a bit of a contributor's discount, let's just say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want an entry fee? <laughs> Although there are discounts. Save yourself five bucks a month. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, but um, no, I will get on. I will get on and contribute a bit. It does seem, I think you've done quite well with the website. So, well, yeah, I think yeah, you're, I, the reason I actually brought you on, like I, I, yeah. I, I think honestly, you've got some good perspectives when it comes to the running scene. You got some helpful advice. I hope I do. No, no, you yeah. do. You do <laughs> mate, why do you think people request a guru? I don't know. No one says I can't wait to hear your voice again, Tice. <laughs> it's because it's your voice, mate. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. Sorry, bro. That got more painful when you just looked at that seriously part. <laughs> You're uh, self-aware enough, mate. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, beautiful. Yeah, no, but okay, long story short is yeah. this week, ladies and gentlemen who are members, watch out because you're going to see a new face appear. <laughs> And it's going to be the guru. So any of your questions, feel uh, free to shoot them through. <laughs> anyway, no. Nah, uh, it's been a little bit of fun. We're still building a community, so hey. Good discounts to be had, though. 
What's that? By the for your for your membership by the audience. Well, mate, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm just because it's so new. Like we've got a we've got a little video library up there. Uh, when I say little, I think there's twelve or fifteen videos. But what it is, it's just it's it's essentially. I get frustrated. There's so much information available in the yeah. running world, yeah. um, and you never know who to who to trust. So yeah. I thought, okay, what we'll do is we'll at least get people who are who are walking the talk, sharing their advice on what's working for them. Yeah. Um, so whether it's marathon, we've got Jess Trengover, whether it's 10k, like someone like Stewie. Uh, my goal is just to make it a, a, essentially like a little masterclass. Yeah. Where we've got not only Australian athletes, but athletes from distance athletes from around the world answering questions. I, I think um, I, I really like the idea. Like I love Let's Run forums, but yeah. You've got to know how to read them. Exactly. So, well, and in, I think sometimes yeah. the problem for me with the Let's Run forum is I'm not interested in all the topics. Yes. Uh, which is which is natural. Like whenever you've got threads like that, I don't care about what your girlfriend bought you for your your, your birthday. There's some gems of advice in there, but you've got to sort through 99% of absolute crap yeah. to, to find them. And I, I think what yours is going to be hopefully turn into will be a good resource where people are posting with a to, to a named profile yep. and say, so you, you know who you're getting the advice from and it will be advice from people who've been there, done that, yep. but also, you know, just other general community members and it, hopefully it does turn into a, a quite a nice little community. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, if you, you know, you'll do the plug, but yeah, get in touch with Tice if you want to join up because I think it'll be a pretty beneficial thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna officially launch it next week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. check out a few free memberships for people just to get a taste. Yeah. Of. I'm gonna create a thing where it's a seven day free trial. So if people are interested, Good. just jump on board, have a look. If we, it's for you, hang around. We still doing the good review. We're gonna give people shout outs. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, who are we who are we shouting out? Well, yes. no, we already the shout. We already shouted out at the start. Oh, we mate, did we shout out? What was his name again? Uh, um, Russ. Rusty. Rusty forty three. Russell yeah. D. A hundred percent. You know what's so funny as well? Yeah. Um, these are more of a compliment to. To you than me. So I'm going to read it out just to save you the embarrassment because I don't think you realise what you've just requested. Um, Maybe I have. Bit of a oh, ghost uh, <laughs> Hey, here we go. Matt Stace. I actually, this is a brand that I knew him. Matty Stace. Do we know Matt Stace? I think I definitely know his name. I'm trying to put a face to it right now. I'm going to go, jump on Instagram in a okay. moment and check this out. We're going to stalk him. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah. Easy, informative, listen. How do you read this whole review, mate? I would have been a way better friend back in 1995 when the phones weren't a big part of it. Uh, I can't read the title. Nice, relaxed interviews that include a good mix of running advice as well as getting to know athletes. Definitely recommend. Thank you, Matt Stace. I'm glad you didn't say anything negative there. No, that is a good one. Here we go, mate. Craig Timms. Listen to this. Timsy. Mate, if (laughs) this this bloke's my new best friend. I'm not even kidding. Listen to it. Five stars. Start with that. Yep. Check this out. Are you ready for it? I'm listening. Of all the podcasts I listen to, all of all the podcasts I listen to, I want to see that list by the way. Um, well, on, <laughs> I saw on his list the other day he had about four different running podcasts. That, yeah, uh, he had he gave us a shout out on Instagram, and I saw it, and I was like, "Thank you very much, sir." Yeah. Um, there's some good quality podcasts up there as well, may I say? Of all, <laughs> have I ever said that? The podcast <laughs> I listen to. This is probably the best and the easiest. Just a bloke having a chat with his friend, so easy and natural. Keep up the good work. You know my favourite part of it? What's that? Guru doesn't get a mention. Uh, I'm off you, Timsy. <laughs> oh, wait, look at this one. Uh, okay, this one, the title is just Guru. <laughs> and it says, Loving the Guru. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That wasn't what I'm just saying, no. Um, 
But last one for the day because I feel like we're just I'm blowing smoke up our own ass, which is essentially what we're doing. But guys, wait, if you want us to read out your review, jump on and leave a review. Yeah. It has to be five stars. Even if you don't like the podcast, has to be five stars. Make it funny if you no, want, but it has I, to be five stars. Yes. 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 Um, to be fair, though, it would be I would probably read out a one star as well. Just because. Actually, it would be great. You, also, if you hate this podcast <laughs> with all your heart, can you please let us I'm know why? I'm going to put my best internet stalking outfit and I'm going to oh. go after whoever gives us one oh, star. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Honestly, there could potentially be a free membership. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Um, uh, last one. Must listen. Insightful podcast with passionate, knowledgeable hosts. That's uh, plural, hosts. Yeah, yeah. Um, just in case everyone just thought they were referring to the guru. <laughs> Great guests and advice. A must listen for any runners. I'll take that, bro. That's good, yeah. It's been good. Um, Till next time. Until next time. Hey, thanks so much. That was fun, as always. See you, crew. See ya.